Welcome, Happy New Year. Welcome to 2023. It's yourself, John Anderson, here for the Scottish Rugby blog. I'm here to uh, host this podcast. I am still in the hot seat for tonight. Uh, I am joined by none other than Craig Manson. Craig, Happy New Year. How are you? Happy New Year. How are we doing? Yeah, I'm not too bad at all, actually. How about yourself? Uh, very good, mate. Very good. Um, starting the year off uh, well, so... Um, plenty, plenty of uh, just just continuing the way where things were previously. We're not doing anything different. It's going to continue the same. None of this resolution nonsense. We're not doing none of that. Well, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to uh, make a resolution that not to join a podcast that was meant to be a review of the year and has turned into a review of the 1872 Cup. I wonder who uh, fashioned that one into here. I tell you. Uh, well, is uh, first of all, is my audio better, Greg? <laughs> Your audio is better, thank you very much. Thank you, no problem. I thought I'd got the right one. I've got like three options, and I thought I'd got the right one, but I haven't. Uh, yeah, do you know, I, I just think that sometimes we need to live in the moment, Craig. Yes, I'm sure you do. <laughs> just you. <laughs> just you and a certain few others. Yeah, well, yes, <laughs> indeed, tonight we shall be having a little look back at the, the festive fixtures, uh, enjoying Ooh. some of the, the thrills and spills of the 1872 Cup. Um, we may touch a wee bit on the year in general, but, you know, I just think the year needs a bit more time. I think it needs a, I th- I think it needs its own podcast, Craig, really. I, I think that's what it needs. And it would be remiss of us not to talk about the 1872, the 150th edition of the Grand Trophy itself. Um, I think it would be remiss of us not to talk about it. But first of all, get the the admin out of the way. Uh, 
if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Uh, I can't believe you found us. Good effort. You are about to, you, your life's about to be changed, probably not for the better. Um, but if you fancy coming along and supporting us a wee bit, you can head over to patreon.com slash Scottish Rugby Podcast, where £3 a month will get you exclusive content. Um, you'll get access to um, Patreon-only things, which are very, very good, actually, a lot of them. Um, you can also, if you're so willing, donate £5 a month, and you'll get your name read out on the podcast as well. Um, we do appreciate all our patrons so much. Your your uh, your support really does help us uh, keep the podcast going and helps us with lots of different things. So we're we're very very grateful. So thank you in these ridiculously hard times uh, to everyone that continues to support us in the way you do. So uh, to you guys, you're magnificent. Um, Craig, shall we start with a little bit of news? Yes, absolutely. How about it? How about it? Right. So let's start with um, the... Actually, I've got three notes here, and you can interject any news you want, okay? But well, first, I, first, you have a notes. is awesome. I know, right? So it's Amazing. actually, it's like, it's like literally post, post-its. We're, we're doing this properly. Uh, you, you, right, you. I know, right? That's what my <laughs> boss told me as well. I might have then swore at him, so... Yeah. Well, that'll come. Oh later. well. <laughs> <laughs> potato, potato. <laughs> right. So, um, from the Glasgow press release for the Stormers game coming up this weekend, uh, Rory Darge apparently fit for early Six Nations. Yeah, sounds like it. Um, it'll be. He was. Um, Ever since his injury, he's been, you know, all the sort of the um, the, the publicity that's been out and he's been involved in it, um, he's been looking all right. So, obviously, he's, he's healed a lot quicker. Um, and uh, uh, good on him. It'll be, uh, <laughs> from what I can tell at the moment, he'll find it, you won't find it difficult to get into the team, but he'll find it difficult to, he'll, you know, he'll, he'll not be used to Glasgow being so. Uh, so uh, on form that he'll have to up his game a little bit. <laughs> that is very good. Uh, I should uh, prelude all of this with Craig has told us he is choosing violence tonight. So <laughs> <laughs> I liked well, what you, you done there, bud. I liked well, what you've got to understand is that, um, and this is for, for uh, obviously um, we have a, uh, a, a messenger group for the podcast for everyone who takes part in the podcast and um, uh, let's just say that uh, the amount of abuse that I have taken <laughs> or the amount of John fishing to see if I'll if I'll um, flip out and start throwing desks over and things like that on this messenger has been quite dramatic over the last two games and uh, I've, I've tried to you know be subtle and just relax and just yeah yeah John yeah yeah you're pleased that's really nice you it's excellent you you know but um so he has been winding me up before I came on to this so, um, I decided I think uh, I could have sat back and been the better man but I've decided to choose violence today <laughs> that is I am I, I think that's the outcome I was looking for Craig that's what I wanted <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm sure it'll come as no surprise to many of our fans that I have been on the wind-up uh, <laughs> throughout this period. So, um, yeah, but I congratulate you on your slight dig there, mate. Very impressive. You're very welcome. It's, the only, uh, it's probably the only one that's going to land. Well, we'll see. I'm sure you'll do okay. I'm sure you'll do okay. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, it must be really good being young, eh? <laughs> Getting back from those injuries and that speed. Yeah, yeah. Still, it's funny because Johnny McGinty is about to. Uh, we'll, 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 we might end up back on the uh, on the pod later on, and he's in a meeting about a, a charity rugby game that's taking part in in, in oh, April. No. And uh, and and him and I had a coffee yesterday. And we were discussing whether I might come down to it. I'm thinking, hang on a minute, I'm still struggling to get up and down the stairs from the last rugby game I played about three or four years ago. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, to be young. Oh, to be young, yeah. So, uh, uh, great, great stuff. It'll be great to see Rory Darge back, especially with the news regarding Hamish Watson uh, recently yeah. as well. I think, you know, I fit, I fit Rory Darge is a massive asset to Scotland in the Six Nations, so um, finger, fingers crossed. Um, speaking of fitness for the Six Nations, though, 
Uh, the the converse is true that uh, Scotland's. I was going to make a dig there. Scotland's uh, alternative fly half, Adam Hastings, uh, is is not going to be taking part in the Six Nations. He's sustained an injury and he'll be out for the duration of the tournament. Uh, what, what, what's your view on this, Craig? Because we've got obviously we're going to come out at the main bit of news in a sec, but mm. there's a few options kind of creeping in there that could be. It could be good to try out uh, that you know just shy of a World Cup as well. Yeah, very much so. Um, well, do you want to just announce the, th- the third piece of news and then we'll have a good discussion? Let, about let's it, get the third piece. So the third piece of news. Talk about. Yeah, there is. Yeah, third piece of news. Massive, massive news coming out. Uh, Edinburgh have confirmed the signing of a well, currently Irish fly half Ben Healy, who is Scots qualified, was rumoured to be going to Glasgow a few years ago. Um, has 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 kind of been on the periphery of the Irish side for a wee while. Um, decent talent. I've seen him play a few times, and he he, he has he's a lot going for him. And he's yeah, moving moving to Scotland. Obviously, uh, the the Gregors finally talked him into coming over and being Scottish. We think we also did speculate about the absolute potential for a horrendous move where. He confirms it, and then Ireland cap him in the Six Nations. But let's 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 not worry about that. We're pretty sure that's that's sorted. <laughs> uh, no, so Ben Ben Healy's going to Edinburgh. Which um, first of all, right? Let's talk about the Six Nations, Craig, because yeah. Ben Healy, Adam Hastings is out. Ben Healy's coming coming to Scotland. Do you expect him to see? Him? Do you think he'll get capped? Yes. Yeah, I think I think he'll play against Italy at least. Well, I mean, you actually, when I think about it, Italy might be a challenge. Maybe he'll play against England. I don't know. Wales. Um, but, uh, <laughs> sorry, Wales. Wales. Well, it was, it was just a joke insert team here. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wales are the joke team just now. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, no, I, I think it's an, it really is interesting. I, I think... To be safe, they'll they'll have him into camp because it's rumoured to have been promised that he'll go straight into camp. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, That's right. Yeah, yeah. So he'll go into camp, and if he's if, if he's if he's um, playing well uh, and and shows his stuff, and considering he's not got a lot to do to 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 show that he's he's better than some of our tens. Um, yeah. uh, so it, it'll be interesting. That, Going back to Adam Hastings, I don't know. Obviously, Adam Adam's you know injured, and it's a, it is he, he has been injury prone, and it's been difficult for him for the last uh, couple of years. Um, but I really don't. Again, this is this whole thing of Tooney not really either. He just doesn't want to um, uh, hedge all his bets on on a on a player at ten, which is the whole thing about Finn and, and how Finn is now the fifth choice. 10 for Scotland um, but the um, you know he's obviously said to Adam Hastings you know you need one I'm not going to select you you're going to have to go back to Gloucester and work on a few things well actually from what we can all tell and whether maybe maybe BT Sport do are overhyping him but he's playing incredibly well for Gloucester yeah, so is. you know so I, I would have thought the with the with the issues that are currently haunting Blair King on at the moment, um, the you know I would have thought that um, we'd go back to the old school Finn Russell and Adam Hastings on the bench, um, Six Nations team. So uh, if we're not going to have Hastings, then I, I reckon you're probably going to see um, you're going to see uh, Ben Healy if you know Straight coming in earlier. Sure. Yeah, 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 very much so. It's especially given the injuries. So obviously we had we had the, the eighteen seventy two at the weekend, uh, and obviously Darcy Graham's been injured prior to that as well and then yep. with a Duhan van der Berwer go off with uh, what looked like a, a reasonable knock as well yep. so I mean Blair Kinghorn has played some great rugby on the wing for Scotland as well so is there a, a potential for you know could you just see Blair Kinghorn being at 14 and um, you know um, Healy on the bench well it's it's difficult because if we go with the whole, mind you, with Tooney, you never know. <laughs> um, if we look That's... at the if, <laughs> if we look at the if we look at the current the current situation, you're expecting you know Finn 
Finn to start, Blair Kinghorn on the bench, covering three three positions. Okay. Um, I don't think you'll see that change. But what you might find is that you've got Kinghorn on the bench, you've got Healy on the bench, and you've got a nine on the bench because he might go five five three split. So Kinghorn's still covering a couple of different places. Um but who knows? And we'll talk. We'll talk about it more when it comes to Edinburgh. Um, but um, you, you know, cut on current form, you're currently not looking at Blair Kinghorn coming, getting a getting a place in the squad at all. Well, well so, that very very fair, very fair statement. So I'll challenge you with this before we kind of continue that discussion around Ben Healy. Who who would you start in the wing? Like assuming Duhan, let's let's just take Duhan and Darcy out the equation for a second. Who plays wing for Scotland against England? Um, that's a difficult one because obviously, um, uh, for me, I think it, I think it's going to you're going to. Well, it depends on how how Duhan is, um, but I think you're probably going to see Blair Kinghorn somewhere around here because he he knows what he's doing um, at that position. You've also got some other players that are coming in, but I think against England at Twickenham, you're going to need fairly level heads. You're not, you know, saying you're going to come in with a new. A new player on the wing that's not, you know, that's never played on the wing before. I think it may, you you might find yourself struggling a bit. So, you know, maybe you'll find Hoyland in and around the squad. Um, yep. So, Sean Maitland. <laughs> funnily enough, um, <laughs> I've got a big problem with Sean Maitland and 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 the fact that you know he's playing very, you know, he's playing quite well. Um, with Saracens, quite um, decent down at Sarisa, yeah, yeah, yeah. He seems to have been these two a team that have decided they're going to start shipping the ball wide again. So you know, um, I, I I think that will be a good, you know, I think that's a good shout. The problem I have is that Sean Maitland decided that he's not going to come and play for Scotland if he's going to be holding on to tackle. You know, he's not coming to the camp. <laughs> he doesn't want to be hanging on to tackle bags. So for me, that. To be fair, oh, yeah. so did so did Richie Gray at one point. So yeah, yeah, that's true. And that's I, guarantee, so... I guarantee if he's not wearing the five shirt uh, against England, I think a lot of people will be quite upset. Yeah, that's true. Um, you can always, um, uh, you know, you've got Kyle Steen again, who's who's on a who's on a fairly rich vein of form. I think he's he needs to be in, in the eleven shirt. If if both if both of the Edinburgh boys are out, I think Steen. Is your eleven all day? Um, I, I I think his form just now is exceptional. And again, I, I let's not get too carried away um, because if we, you know, we've 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 had a little bit of a discussion about this prior to. I don't think that Glasgow are playing as wonderfully as a lot of fans are saying they are, considering, uh, and we'll talk a bit more about the Edinburgh-Glasgow, um, the 1872 Cup uh, games. Um, you know, yes, they were, we've been beaten twice by by Glasgow, and Glasgow have been stringing some some good results together, but they're not, they're still at that point. You know, I, I think the, the Bath game kind of, you know, encompasses it all at this moment, at this moment in time. They're, they're managing to get over the line. And it's not yeah. pretty at this moment in time. So I wouldn't say that Kyle Steen is absolutely 100% shooting. However, I think he's on a fairly good route. He's on a fairly good form. Uh, yeah. And I think, I think, um, uh, I think, um, uh, I think um, Franco um, has, has really brought him on. And also, you know, you've got, you've also got Tom Jordan and people like that who are coming through, um, who are showing, um, Top, Top Jordan's not not qualified till twenty twenty four. I know, I know. So, so there's yeah, but you've got those those people coming. Yeah, through yeah, the Glasgow on the team perif- Yeah, totally, totally. That are starting to work together. So, I, I, we'll have to wait and see. I think currently, if you said if you said to me now, pin your you know pin your colours on the mast, which you actually have just done. So, I literally um, just did. Yeah, come on, you off the just fence, Greg. Okay. Off the fence. Um, so I reckon I reckon you probably see um, Stain starting uh, on the wing. Um, I think you'll see. I'm really struck between 
Hoyland and um, uh, and, and Kinghorn. I would far rather have Hoyland on and Kinghorn on the bench just because you've got the option then for Kinghorn to fit into places where people are injured. Um, uh, so I think that would that probably that would make me then go right well. I'm going to I'm going to go down the route of um, Hoyland and uh, and Stain. So I'm just going to address one of the comments that's just come in regarding Tom Jordan. Uh, Tom Jordan qualified back in October, apparently. No, he qualified for URC residency. He didn't qualify for Scots residency. So he is not Scots qualified until 2024. However, he doesn't count as a foreign player in the URC anymore. So that that that's what that's all about. So just to address, yeah. I, it's, it comes up as Facebook user, so I don't know who it is. I'm not going to go and check, but that that that's the the story there. So Tom Jordan is on the new five year residency rules. He's yeah. not on the he's not in the three year. So it'll be 2024 before he qualifies. At which time he'll be 2026. Uh, 20, and if he continues his current form, which we'll come on to during the the Edinburgh Glasgow chat, um, I think he, it would be a very solid option for Scotland. But but yeah, I mean we're we're in this situation just now where we've got. A few injuries. There's various things coming on. Let Let's cut cut all the noise around this, Craig. Is the Ben Healy signing the end of the Blair King Horner experiment? I I don't think it is. Um, I honestly, again, um, you know, we've had a lot of, um, and I've been engaging a little bit on Twitter with a few a few people who are talking about this. Um, and and let's put your let's put your uh, what's what was I going to say your your your, your um, let's put your jibes aside. It is, <laughs> a, it, it is it is quest, you know I think Blair Kinghorn and um, and Ben Healy will offer as we've discussed before many many times two different ways that that um, that the team can play. So whether Healy starts. Um, and uh, Blair Kinghorn's on the bench, or Kinghorn starts and Healy's, Healy's on the bench. That you get those options. We've got Van. If you look at our ten options um, for you know currently, um, we've got a young lad. Funnily enough, so is Ben Healy. Um, and Savala. He's not old. He's not old. He's not old he? at all. No. Um, you've got Savala there, who's basically backing up Blair Kinghorn at ten. You've got um, Van der Volt, who's who at the at the current. Moment is backing up um, anybody in the back line um, yep. because he's plugging a gap, and I don't think you'll see him in a shirt in an Edinburgh shirt next season. So no, um, we're, we're I've been saying we've been we've been screaming for an out and out ten for some time. I'm not convinced that Savala is a hundred percent the person yet. Um, so I think with Ben Healy coming from the background that he's come from, he's obviously got something to have the SRU breaking the bank to get him over here. Um, and they've been having a go with um, they've been having, a, they've been trying to get him across for, you know, he only signed, well, his, his contract was up last season. Um, yeah, either one of them play one for Glasgow. Year. He signed an extension to see how things go with Ireland, and he's obviously been told that he's not got a chance in Ireland. Yeah, um, well, that's good. Se- Sexpot's going to play on until he's 107. So, yeah, it seems to be. He seems to be. Um, and then you've got the robotic uh, Leinster tens coming through. That um, no matter how many they produce, um, the return of the clones. So, um, I think uh, I think he's he's got the option to come over to Scotland, and I think he's got he's he's got the chance. I. I've just seen a comment coming up saying... You know, I was, is, I'm is just about to bring it in, Craig, actually. But, yeah, yeah. so we'll, we'll bring it in just now. So Stuart uh, Schiller said, I agree with what you're saying. However, did uh, Healy really sign to play se- second fiddle to Kinghorn? And, I mean, I was going to ask you exactly the same question. Um, how, how do you balance the game time? for Healy will want to be the man at Edinburgh. How do you balance that game time? Yeah, but he's not the man at Munster at the moment. So you know well, he's, yeah. he's obviously learning, and and he's obviously he's obviously been excited with with getting the opportunity to play with Mike Blair, um, who's who's obviously telling him, look, you come over, you come over to Edinburgh, and and not only do you become part of a fairly tight knit group of players, but you also get the opportunity to influence the play. Um, where you know I'm not going to sit 
and, and, and dictate to you how you're going to play in these certain areas of the field, although some may say that Mike Blair should actually be dictating how people play in certain areas of the field at the moment. Um, but so it's, 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 a, it's, it's a, yes, there's lots and lots of takes you can take on it. At this moment in time, from what I can see, he's been signed with a promise that he's going to play for Scotland. Um, and whether that's being second, second fiddle to Blair Kinghorn, whether that means Blair Kinghorn is going to be become the ultimate utility player for both Edinburgh and, and Scotland, and he's going to be playing on the wing at fullback, you know, all these different because because he has been doing that over the last couple of uh, couple of months, um, and we've got an out and out ten now um, in Healy. I, I, I can't tell you a hundred percent. I've not seen enough of Healy to say to you. Oh, he's, he's a far better player than, than Blair Kinghorn is yeah. um, at 10. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, well, I mean, putting aside my views on Kinghorn at 10, because I know I know what Kinghorn offers at 10, and I know that running game. I think Kinghorn is a better runner than Ben Healy. I think yeah. he, he challenges the line better than him. I think Healy's fundamentals are vastly superior. I think he kicks better, he passes yeah, yeah. better. Yeah. Uh, Defensively, I think they're probably much likeness. Um, and I don't think they're necessarily as different a player as people would necessarily make out because um I think I think Healy Healy's kicking game has probably shone through in his early years. He's he's a very good kicker of the kicker of the ball. He seems to make 15, 20 more meters off of every kick than any other 10. Particularly, you know, at Munster, any other ten I've seen kicking, he he challenges that line really well, and he it normally comes off. So I think, you, particularly if you guys are basing yourselves on a forward-based game where you can really dominate that, he's a perfect player for you to have. You win a penalty at the breakdown, assuming Jamie Ritchie can can behave himself, um, and you kick it a corner, and he'll make the corner from pretty much anywhere on the park. He is a massive kicker of the ball. What I think Blair Kinghorn does better is he challenges that game line and runs. And if that's the game plan Mike Blair's got, I think Ben Healy might struggle in that game plan. Whilst I think he's a better 10, I think he's a better player than Blair Kinghorn as a 10. I think he'll struggle if Blair Kinghorn, uh, if, sorry, if Mike Blair wants Edinburgh to continue that running the first phase ball that he seems to have them do. Yeah, but. And, and, and you know we'll come on to this in the, about the 1872 side of things. Um, Blair Kinghorn and, and and you know um, we can all jump on the Blair Kinghorn um, train if you want, but uh, I think for me Blair Kinghorn is a better player when he's got a quality nine serving them A hundred percent, yeah. Totally. And and the way he plays his rugby, he needs. He, from what I can tell, he needs front foot ball. He needs quick ball from the rock, and he also needs to um, he needs to trust the person that's directly outside him. When 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 that doesn't happen, things fall apart. One thing I will say, and and, and we'll talk about it further down the line, his defence this year have been shocking. It's been terrible. So, yeah. yeah. So on that side of things, you know, if if it. You know, you've you've got certain things that you see about Blair Kinghorn t- saying that you know he's criticizing certain skills of his that I I disagree with. Yeah. Um. When it comes to if if I was a rugby is his rugby coach, you know the reason he wasn't be get he wouldn't be getting on the field at this moment in time is because of his defence, nothing else. So you know he's he's at this point where you know um we've. The last three, the last three games, I think I've watched four games. In fact, I think it started with the Munster game. Um, yeah. I've seen him. I've seen him uh, be in the position to to to, to stop a try, and 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 he's he's failed I, at I, every I, single I'm time. Not and not. Yeah. And, and so, when you think about his background as a fullback, which yeah. genuinely, like obviously, John McGinty aside, usually there's an expectation that you'll make. <laughs> I thought that would get a chuckle at you. I, 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 I think, he, I think yeah, definitely. Um, the ultimate utility player, Johnny McGinty, who plays in the forwards uh, badly, plays in the backs badly. You know, it's brilliant. Um, no, I... So, uh, but yeah. before, we, before we go on to the, the 1872 gig, uh, like, blunt question. 
did autumn with, with Scotland, did Finn Russell returning to camp, has that impacted Blair Kinghorn's form? I don't think it's impacted his form. I think I think the problem that, that that's the issue you have is that, that everybody was scratching their head at what to uh, with two yeah. sending Blair, sending Finn Russell away. Because it was primed perfectly for a situation where Finn starts, Blair's on the bench, Blair comes off the bench to provide you something different, and and he and you don't bring him on when we're when we've not got front football. So Finn's on the pitch most of the time, unless there's an injury in the, on, on the winger at fullback. But at ten, you, you you need to be commanding the game to to bring Blair Kinghorn on as a Scotland ten. I think he was all set for that, and then all of a sudden he's got Tooney's arm around him saying, "You know, you're, we're going to replicate what you're doing at, at Edinburgh," and they played a completely different style of rugby to what he played at Edinburgh. Yeah. So, so I guess I suppose I'm going to I'm going to come round to your point of view here. Yes, it could affect have affected them. Yeah. Because he's 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 trying to you know he's being told he's the man for Scotland and then things aren't working because they're not he's not playing the brand of rugby that he expects to be playing at Edinburgh, so it's a real difficult. I I think at the, right now, if if you're if you're naming your England your your your, your team to go against England right now, um, I would be putting Finn Russell in the team at ten starting and you'd have Blair King on the bench as, as his backup along with a backup on other things because I would run probably run. A five-three um, bench. Uh, yeah, five-three bench. I would even struggle with that because I think Blair Kinghorn over the last few weeks, his form, and I think like again, we keep saying we're going to come on at the eighteen seventy-two. We are going to come on at the eighteen seventy-two. We'll talk about the second half, and I appreciate that he was apparently ill, but wasn't taken off the park. Which, I, I you know, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not going to yeah. I, yeah, I've got I've got very 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 specific opinions about that, and 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 you know I I don't actually think that um, it was you know apart from his defence, I think Blair Kinghorn was was had the opportunities to play well um, during the eighteen seventy two cup game. Um, yeah, I thought he was presented with plenty of what what you class as Blair Kinghorn ball, you know, front foot stuff. Um, he was given an opportunity, and yeah. We'll come on to that in due course, but yeah. for me, I don't think over the last few weeks, Blair Kinghorn's been... I, I actually think he's struggled a wee bit this season. So who do you, who do you put in his place? So, I mean, that is that is the question. And I think, like, so for me, you're probably saying your halfbacks, he's going to start Ali Price, isn't he? He's going to start Ali Price and oh, uh, Finn Russell. I know he is. He is going to, because he's a stubborn... We're not well, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's no way Ali Price isn't in the nine shirt, right? Who gets the twenty-one shirt? I had to do my sums there. Uh, <laughs> did you see that? <laughs> hey, listen, listen, you, you do more about statistics than I do, so I know, I know. It's if you work an Excel me, sheet, so I'll, I'll bow down to you. I hope my, I hope my employer isn't watching. <laughs> uh, no, so I, I think the twenty-one shirt, like Ben White's done nothing wrong. I think George Horn's form needs to be rewarded, which gives you a second kicker option. So that does then bring Blair Kinghorn, Blair Kinghorn into the, the discussion. I I think Ben Healy was the best one in the world. I think he comes straight in. I know that's madness. I know people are like, well, oh, yeah, he's just coming over a boat from Ireland and he's barely played this season. I think he offers something different to... Finn Russell, Blair Kinghorn, it's then down to that 23 shirt. And I think that's where Blair Kinghorn should always have been. And I think that's the point you were making as well. And I think ultimately that comes down to, do we have Duhan fit or not? If if Duhan's yeah, fit, yeah. I think you'll see Blair Kinghorn not in that 23. If he isn't, I think he will be. I think he'll be at 23. And that just comes down to the balance of of, of that 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 kind of back row because I think if Duhan's <laughs> yeah if Duhan's fit, I think you might see Kyle Steen at twenty three. Just try, just based on form because I think I, he is. I, he's I, in think form. Sta- I think you've got the. I think you've got 
uh, a very, very good chance of seeing Kyle Steen starting. I, 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 I think you do, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. That's uh, you're absolutely right. I think you do. Um, is it, this is why Tony gets the big bucks, though, isn't it? So, well, yeah, that many people question it, but um, <laughs> yeah, somewhat. But yeah, we'll have to wait and see. I think, I think, I, I, I still, and again, this is the, this is the, the issue is that it's a Blair Kinghorn's a confidence player, um, and I think if he's protected a little bit on the bench, and he's what, and he gets the opportunity to sit and watch the game evolve in front of him at international level. Um, he comes on and he provides a difference. Um, yeah. I, 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 you know, I backed him when he was chosen to start for Scotland because I'm back with a backer ten. Of course you are. Yeah, yeah. Um, sure. And and I think he has very certain qualities um, that I think are, are are different to a lot of other players out there. He's not, you know. Um, however, um, I, I think if if uh, Finn Russell is playing well. And is available. He's going to start every day and twice on Sundays. Absolutely. So um, you know, it's uh, and and I've got to say, I, I don't. I see Ben White starting, George Horn on the bench. I don't see Ali Price. I, I see Price. Ali. I see him uh, fighting for his place. It's interesting because I think a lot of people have been talking about Ali Price over the last few weeks. And let let's come on to the eighteen seventy two because actually. That that probably Ali Price is probably a great place to start. Let's let's talk about this weekend's game. Ali Price is on the park. Edinburgh are dominant, eight points up at half time. Ali Price is playing a very subdued game. Glasgow scored a couple of tries, yes, but he is box kicking everything that exists. He um he reminded me of certain Edinburgh scrum halves over the years. Uh and the, Yeah, we'll get on to that in a minute. He box kicked the, the leather off it. Yeah. But actually, a lot of fans that I've spoken to since then have said that that was his game plan. And that it's not the game plan for Glasgow. Price is not a Glasgow scrum half anymore. He's a Scotland scrum half. And yeah. I saw uh, Kevin Miller popped up some stats. Price has played 44% of Glasgow's minutes in 2023 and 78% of Scotland's minutes. Price is a, a Price is a Scotland scrum half now. He's not a Glasgow scrum half, uh, and to judge him on what Scot uh, on what Glasgow are doing, he's going to get he's going to he's be in that nine shirt all day without fail. Well, the thing is, you know, you look at you look at um, quite first the first thing we said when we found out it was going to be um, Franco Smith, Smith that was coming in to 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 coach Glasgow. You'll start the young guys. Aye. He develops young guys. I know okay, George, George Horn isn't young. I understand that. Or at least he's young, but he's not that young. But what he's done is he's given George his opportunities. And where um, Glasgow, and, and, and I think if you look at it, started at Scotstoun, maybe not as good as I, I expected it to be, um, but it certainly they brought it. They, they brought it, brought it, wasn't me. Um, they brought it to Edinburgh <laughs> um, to our home fixture, as I would say. Oh, um, oh Craig, you're better than that. Come on. Anyway, um, he Glasgow had a, an edge to them and they were going to use that ball. Every time they, they took the ball into contact, they made metres. And and so the juxtaposition... So, for example, Ali Price didn't have a great game. He wasn't playing particularly well, in my opinion. Um, there was a lot of kicks that went up that didn't... That, that that gave the opposition too much it's, time. It's and seemed, unfortunately, a lot sorry? of the time they seemed really short. The kicks, yes, like, yeah. and, and Edinburgh were there. High and the, short. Chasers, the chasers were rubbish as well. Yeah, and the problem there was a mixture of you know. Well, to be perfectly honest, Ali Price's box kicking game um, was useless for both sides because yeah. you know Glasgow weren't doing very much with it, um, and. Edinburgh weren't doing very much with it. So <laughs> it was, uh, you know, and, and then, you know, you, we've got something similar. You see, this is the thing, right? And and um, I'm sorry to say this because I know that um, uh, the uh, someone who runs, uh, who's involved with the Edinburgh fan club really, really loves him. But Henry Purgos, when he was at Glasgow, made Ali Price look George Horn. Yeah. Yeah. Ali Price was young. 
quick, played quick ball, was was rapid. People, people. He was either or he was he, he was either shooting from the hip or he was rubbish. You know, he was really he was, and all of a sudden, then he started becoming more and more of a Scotland player. And he, when he, you know, he went off the boil, and everyone thought he was finished with Glasgow, and then he came back. All of a sudden, he had the, the corners knocked off him. He was playing more sensible rugby. He had the he, he had the ability to 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 be quick if he wanted to, but he was playing a game plan, and then he went off to the Lions, and and I and I was one of those people who said, "There's no way Alec Price is going to the Lions." I had to eat ham, humble pie, but that whole trip, that whole build up to become a Lions scrum half, and the pick Lions scrum half. Yeah, yeah, he was the Lions scrum half. Yeah, he was. He had to have a hell of a corners knocked off him. And it slowed him down. And so we're at this point where George Horn, uh, obviously, and uh, God, I'm talking a lot here, John, and we'll give you a chance. No, you're all right. No, please, Pat. um, For me, looking at it on an outside thing, on the outside of it, um, Franco Franco Smith has got nothing to lose. So he's basically gone, right, let's, let's develop the young lads. Let's bring George in. Let's get quick ball. We've got, we've got a massive 12, and a massive now. Where did where did he play? Was it eight or was it six? Oh, v- Vanilawo. Um, yeah, was uh, it eight seven. Was seven. seven. <laughs> seven. We, we got, picked a very interesting back row, mate. Very much so. We've got we've got a couple of big ball runners. Let's 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 disrupt. Let's disrupt. Let's quick ball, quick ball, quick ball. And Ali Price is, doesn't provide that now. Um, Ali Price is more into this whole thing of he's controlled. He's he's he, he, you know so. He's almost to the other way around. You bring Ali Price on to finish a game out. Yeah, totally. So um, in the URC, I can see at international level the benefit yeah. of that. And yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I, gen- I, I like we've obviously we've we've taken the the, the Michael in the past about guys like Alvin Jones who doesn't play club rugby. He plays for Wales uh, and he plays Welsh rugby. I, I, I think in a World Cup season. Having coming off the back of a Lions tour, had a wee break and stuff. I don't think it's a bad thing that Franco Smith is saying. Do you know what, Ali? You know you can have twenty off the bench, or you, I don't need you. Actually, I want to give George Horn game time. I want to give Jamie Dobby game time as well? Yeah. I don't think that's a bad thing. We know what Ali <clears throat> Price can do, and as long as he's got enough rugby in him when we get to World Cup, that that's fine. Not that I think it's going to make the absolute any difference whatsoever when it comes to the World Cup Um, because I still think we're losing in the group stages but from a performance perspective gives Ali Price the best chance to be fit, ready and um, not having you know, burnt himself out with the season of rugby on the converse side, I agree with you completely, I don't know if Franco Smith likes what Ali Price does because his game plan is fast, 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 fast and it is speed of ball. You know, the reason guys like Vanilabu, G- Dempsey, Fagerson, even Stafford McDowell, the reason these guys are looking good under Franco Smith is that pace of ball. They're given pace of ball and they are big units coming onto the ball and just smashing it up. And it's really simple. It's simple rugby, but it's effective when you're doing it at pace. And George Horn is bringing that in spades and I I I I want him to be the number 9 for Scotland I really really do because I love what he's doing I just think that Townsend has nailed his colors firmly to the mast on that and I don't think we'll see him I think I think King Horn uh, sorry King Horn oh, oh obsessed oh, whoa. Um, uh, the, other, the other horn I think uh, I think I think Townsend um has got it in his mind that he has to have you have to have controlled rugby at international yeah. level. I think and he was so, burned by the, the World Cup in twenty nineteen. Yeah. yeah, he he went to the World Cup going to be the fastest team in the world, fastest rugby, and unfortunately the 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 players that he selected and took didn't do the job for him. Japan or, played faster world rugby. Yeah, yeah, Japan, <laughs> Japan absolutely. Oh you know, yeah, you, you think you're going to be the fastest team in the world? Yeah, so it's it's for me, um, and this is, and we've been talking about this for years. George Horn needs to go and play elsewhere. 
and show yeah. that he can, you know, and I think obviously he's getting that bump with with Franco Smith. But if you look at how he his his following lines that he provides, you give him a premier a premiership team like Harlequins or something like that, he's going to be their top scorer. Yeah, you know? without fail. You you can see George Horn stepping in for Danny Kerr, right? Yeah, Run, yeah. Runs a good line. George Horn could be an upgrade on Danny Kerr, and that yeah. is no disrespect to Danny Kerr. No, no, no. I think I think Horn's a better player, and he does everything Danny Kerr does, but yeah. better. And can kick. And you can know, kick. So he's, and to the point, you actually, you could actually, you know, George Horn is almost giving you what Cooney um, can give uh-huh. you. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did, you see what, did you see what I did there? I, I, I saw what you done there. I saw what you done. I'll tell you one, if, if we're hopefully Edinburgh are on a package deal with the old Irish, anyway, <laughs> because because I'd like to see Cooney coming across and playing for Edinburgh, because Craig, I think he Craig, could... Craig, uh, I thought you didn't like uh, ageing uh, expats. I'm not asking him to play for Scotland. <laughs> I want him to come in and get, I want Burgos out of the way so I can have I can have a, so you can have a John Cooney a couple of good second a couple of good uh, nines in there so ah, no, I'm I, not adverse to that mate John Cooney's a, you know you know like I've been very vocal about my views on John Cooney as well I think I think he would be a massive asset to uh, Scottish rugby primarily I think he would be a massive asset to Scotland as well I think he he offers something a little bit different to what we have at the moment I I actually think he's and people are gonna I'm gonna hear uh, hear um glasses being dropped all over Scotland, but I think he reminds me a little bit of Greg Laidlaw, but with a he bit does. of speed about him. He does. You know, he can kick, he's very, very well you know, he's 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 particularly um thoughtful about the game, he's knowledgeable about the game. The only thing that's bugging me about him and the thing that worries me about him is he has that's two coaches now in Ireland that have never touched him. Yeah. Or they've brought him in and then all of a sudden he's dead to them. So what is he doing to make those coaches go, oh, no, he's not going to play for Ireland Or again. what are other people doing to make him? Well, there's not... that as well. Yeah. Because yeah. there is rumours about Sexton's influence. Yeah, yeah. But, um, well, we'll see interest... that. Yeah. So let, let's just cover both the 1872 games in... in uh in the short amount of free view time we have left. So the first leg, a 16-10 win over at Scottsdale. Edinburgh really didn't fire a shot for the first, yeah. actually, uh, like 70 minutes, really, did they? They were... They were... I, I, I'd, I'd say they were, they, they, they were in the game. Um, I, did, I didn't feel panicked at all. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yes, I think it was because I, I, I think we lulled ourselves into a false sense of security for for the Murrayfield round because they kept giving the Glasgow ball. Yeah, and I'm not a big fan of a team that seems to be causing you a few issues. Why keep giving them the ball? Yeah, don't don't give them the ball. That don't removes the, the issue. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so on that side of things, I think you know Glasgow came out and they looked dangerous, which. For me, it's a mix. You know, again, I keep forgetting his name. I struggle with his name. The the back rower, uh, the big lad. Oh, Van Van um, Yeah. C- now big, you know. Just call him Big Sione, mate. Big Sione. Okay. Well, I'm not big get... Sione and Little Sione. I don't want quite, to be quite big too. I didn't want to be referring to Glasgow players like in in pally terms. I don't want that. <laughs> um, but I think um, the the big lad um, was provo- prov- was proving pivotal um and we we got a bit scared of him and so we we were you know although we kept giving them the ball please have the ball back yeah Um, (laughs) so i think i think we're we're in a i think glasgow were were doing very very well um at scotstown which we expect i expected anyway i didn't expect us to win that game um all i wanted to do I just wanted Edinburgh to, to go there and be as close as they possibly can for the second leg. Um, so, yeah, it was... Um, um, and if anyone was going to score, it was typical. It was going to be fucking... Oh. Aww. <laughs> I forgot where I was. You better time code that. That's at 50 minutes. 50 minutes, almost exactly, um, yeah. But Dempsey, I, I'm sorry, Dempsey what, what are you saying about Dempsey, Craig? <laughs> I just, just if, I was, if it was going to be anyone that scored against us, it had to be him. 
So, um, you know, uh, after what I've got to say for him. So, yeah. <laughs> but we, we were it still was a good try, to be fair. It was a really good try. It was. It was. Nobody was stopping him. Um, yeah. And uh, and and to be honest, our defence was starting to creak at that point, yeah. and it was making me a little bit concerned. Um, so you know, the Scotsman round I thought was um, what I expected, um, and yeah. to come away with six points in it, you know, you would I'm you not, would be I'm expecting to come back to back to your home ground and yeah. uh, and and six point advantage. Edinburgh are, are good for six points. I think you know you come in at the second leg. That seems reasonable. We've done it, we've done it many times before, and and we've held the, the cup for so long that we're kind of. I think. Well, I was kind of thinking it was going to be still in the cupboard, to be honest with you. So, <laughs> um, so, and then all of a sudden, Glasgow. You know, um, again, Glasgow looked dangerous, and Edinburgh's. It, it to me. In, there was two issues uh, in the Edinburgh game, in the, the Murrayfield leg. Yep. We couldn't deal with your forward movement game. So yep. having Tuipilotu and the other big Sione um, coming down Blair Kinghorse Channel all the time. Every time. Every time was dangerous and was given, you know, all you need to do is have someone hanging off the side of them. Yep. Um, and they were going to, you know, they were going to move the ball around. The surprise for me was Jordan. I thought Tom Jordan was immense. He he for someone who I don't know a huge amount about, yeah. he was physical but also had had a had a game in him. He wasn't just a you know, physical ten, you know, he he, he had a you know he's again a, yeah. A good good part like he's got a good distribution game. His offloading was nice as well, but it's that aggression with the ball. He likes yeah. to run it up. Um, and your Argentinian 10 is, is again finding himself, why am I not getting to play 10? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yet I again. A break here. I know, totally. He's got Ross Thompson in front of him beforehand. And then some amateur boy turns up the Super Six and uh, he's not getting a game either. Absolutely. I probably just want, before you go on, Craig, so I no, just no, probably want to put out a show. I gave Tom Jordan the first few weeks of the season, I gave him an absolute panning. And said he is he's an amateur rugby player trying to play professionally. I take my hat and I munch it. He I thought he was man of the match at the weekend. I thought he was outstanding. And I absolutely love watching what he's doing at 10 now. And he's a, like most people are saying he's a 12 playing 10. He's played his whole New Zealand career at 10. He's a 10. He came to Scotland and he played 12 at air, right? And I think it's made him a more rounded player. He is so aggressive in the carry. He's so good at taking the ball at the line. And like he's on the edge defensively, like at times. He he's a wee bit hastings and he's like he likes a wee high shot, but he does it in a very physical way. And I I am loving what I'm seeing from him just now. He's, and I take back what I said prior he's to a, that. He's a more he's a more physical ten than we've ever had. I, I don't uh, think I've seen anything like it at 10. Like, literally, it, and this is going to sound funny because it actually reminds me of Finn Russell at 10. And that, that most people will be like, oh, but Finn Russell, Finn the muscle, uh, is built like the, the side, side of a fiver. Finn Russell is an incredibly aggressive defender and yeah, always yeah, was. Yeah, it yeah, reminds yeah. me, it, and I'm not saying they're a similar player because Finn's no, no, a lot no. more flamboyant in what he does. Tom Jordan's very steady. He is yeah. a very solid 10. I don't think we've had a solid 10 in years. You, you, re you really have struggled at 10. Um, aye. And, oh, oh, aye. <laughs> and as, as, we've, as we've discussed many, many times. So he's got the opportunity and he certainly grabbed the opportunity. And you've got to look at, you've got to look at what Franco did with, with Garbisi and people like that, you know. Yeah, so he's going to bring them on. So I, I think, I think they've, they've done very well there. Um, and so what, just, just to finish off on that one, basically we we were struggling with your physicality. Yeah. Um, and then when we then turned it round and came came at you, we did okay. But the problem we had was we had Henry Pergos farting about at the back of the ruck. <laughs> yep. And the, the the issue I have with him 
he's a great control player. He's a you know he's, he he deserves all the plaudits that people have said over the time. But the way Edinburgh play um, is breakdown rugby. As in yeah. the minute you know ball comes out the back of a rock. One two go. gone. One yeah. two gone. It's, it's two it's two second rugby. Yeah, and he gave he gave Glasgow far too many opportunities to set themselves back up yeah. um, in defence. The guys in commentary were talking about the the white wall of Glasgow, yeah. yeah, and it was really easy for Glasgow. Yeah, you're so Glasgow are two up tackle. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, like if it's Mata or Duhan, it's three yeah. or four. But you're talking about a two up tackle, and then you've got thirteen bodies straight across the park. And Pergos is going da 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 da. Thirteen men in front of me. Oh, I'm going to go short side for two because that's what Mike Blair's told me. That's Edinburgh rugby. We go short side. So you do that for two, and then you're on the touchline. You've still got thirteen men in front of you because Glasgow have done two up tackles and just got back in their feet. And then you've got a whole pitch in front of you, and he's box kicking away because you've lost momentum. Yeah. Yeah. It was turgid. Yeah, and I think I think for me, for me, it's you know, what do you do when you've got a, a strong defence defending against you? Well, you're looking at then Blair King want to take it to take it to the take it the line, to the, to the, to the soft shoulder straight up. Um, you and and every or you get your big lads involved that they have to make double tackles. But the problem you have is that when somebody goes in um, and there's a double tackle on them. You need that ball out of that ruck quickly because yeah, just yeah. that the, the unfortunately he then was at the point where you get to the ruck, then it'd be like, right, what's going right? The ball's going now. Yeah. That second or half a second gives somebody the opportunity to either slow the ball down in the ruck, um, or right. get off of their feet. Yeah. And, and 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 they weren't, you know, yes, they, they were big enough, Glasgow were big enough that two people in the ruck will slow the ball down enough. Yeah. Um, legally, compared to maybe a Mister Wilson, um, who would just be a pain <laughs> in the ass at the rock and, and give away and give away penalties. Um, Glasgow are, are not at the point where they're giving away that many penalties nowadays. In well, it was, it was only it was only six at the weekend. Yeah, there, which so, is great. Yeah, and then it just we can no longer sit back and go, "Well, we're Edinburgh, we don't give away that many penalties." Because look at how many penalties we did give away; it was ridiculous. Yeah. So, so it, it's just. We missed Velikot's zip. You did. I thought so. Um, and I, thought and so. I think because that's how we how, how we play in our attack. But you're sitting at halftime, eight points up. You've dominated the first half. Um, Once you can dominated, see, but yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, we played. Okay. We played okay. I think. I think between the fifth minute and the thirty-fifth minute, you were by. Far and away better than Glasgow, and should have put a lot. You had a lot of chances, and yeah. there was a yes, few. There was a few moments agree. where Glasgow have got uh, some of the like a bit of luck from yeah. the the laws. You know, Duhan yeah. coming through, Cancelleri's done amazing holding them up, but ultimately that would have been a five meter scum a couple of years yeah. ago. It's yeah. now uh, now a, a dropout. Tom Gordon's battered it long. Bill Matters dropped it. You know, think things like that. There's like moments in that first half. Edinburgh, I think, had every opportunity to be 25 points up in that first half. Yeah, and I totally did, agree. And didn't. Yeah. And then Glasgow have come out second half, all firing, and and I think this is the point we were getting at in the chat before that like people are talking about the. So I think Glasgow. Right. The reason I'm saying it, I'm really excited about Glasgow because I think. On the whole, over the last few weeks, I think Glasgow are playing some really good rugby. I think they're mm-hmm. really interesting, really exciting to watch. I don't think they're going to win titles. I don't think they're going to win playoffs. I think they're a team in progress, and they'll make mistakes as a team on progress. And and you'll get first halves like you did at the weekend. Mm-hmm. That they'll get shut down. They'll make mistakes. Edinburgh, I thought, played a really smart game. They got Bill Mata on the ball a lot in that first half and just went, you son, straighten it right up. Let's see what they've got shoulders-wise. And had it not been for Sione Tuopolotu, I don't I don't think Glasgow would have held on in, in that first half. I think, 
you know, if you look at, he got man of the match at the weekend, but I think Tuapotu, I've never seen a Scotland centre that can straighten a ball like that and beat men. He is, he's a talent. Yes and no. Yes and no. I I think he's shone well at the weekend. The problem I have is that he's shown well in the second half where our defence was failing us quite dramatically. He was first, running... first try was all too poor to as well in the fourth minute. Uh, yeah, but it wasn't... It wasn't... He beat um, five men to get us in position. <laughs> like, how could you, you know... Well, yeah, but hang on, hang on, hang on. What I'm trying to say, though, is, is that if we are performing well in defence, he's not getting through. If you look at what they're doing, uh, for example, on the weekend... Um, uh, I think it was Sale Harlequins. No, it was Northampton Saints Harlequins. Okay. And um, es- uh, Esther H- Hazen has, you know, yeah. Players Player of the Year last year in the Premier Premiership Player of the Year last year, doing the same things as Tupolotto's been doing. Um, they brought Ludlam out of the out of the the forwards at line out time, etc. Set piece yeah. play, brought him out, sat him in the ten channel, smash him. Negated them, and 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 so what what I'm trying to say is yes, I agree with you, and and Ian Hay put put a line out on Twitter, which I totally agreed with him. For someone who n- not a lot of us thought was that great shakes or worth the hype that he had been providing, yep. he has shown over the last couple of games. Yeah, he's I really he's... he's really, I think he's done a great job, um, but I honestly think that if you look at him when he goes into Scotland, he's up against the best of the best on the other team at the same time. The best yep. of that. Yeah. And so he's he's he can be a little bit easier to read. He's coming up against more physical players yeah. than maybe he does in, in the URC. Now I'm not I'm and, and maybe I'm just sitting here trying to pull him down because Glasgow no, winning. I, I, don't, I don't, know. don't think you are. I'm I'm I, just not convinced yet. I think, I think level. the point of difference this year is, so he'd always been talked about in the Danny Wilson era, for all of Danny Wilson's nonsense, he talked about um, two potos kicking game. Yeah. And actually in training, he had an amazing kicking game. We didn't see that last year. What have we seen? Saw it on Blooming Saturday, though. We saw it on Saturday. Yeah. Time and time again, actually yeah. this season, it's been a fixture of Glasgow's play that two potos can absolutely rampage through a defence if he needs to. Yeah. If he sees a soft shoulder, and that soft shoulder might well be your seven or your hooker, and he'll just go, no, son, sit down, through. Yeah. What we saw at the weekend was he's able to then go, actually, do you know what, this defence is set, chip in behind, and he was kicking beautifully. And to have that option at centre 12 or 13, and let's not get into the Chris Harris debate because I don't think two Potos anywhere near as good a defender as Harris. He's not. I think he's a twelve. I think he's a. I think I, he's I, a. To be really I, basic about it, he's very. I think two, he has to be. Yeah, he's a. He's a um, two Alagi. You know, he's a. a however, up. he. To be honest, I think he's got a better game than two Alagi. He does. Yeah, he's got a more rounded honest, game but, than two Alagi. I totally yeah. agree. I totally agree. Um, uh, but, so I, I think he he was a standout at the weekend for me and. Um, it's it's good to see because it just it gives us more options. You know, you've got Cameron Redpath signing on at Bath again to go. He'll be playing next year with Finn. You've got Hugh Jones coming back. You've got two Apolotu. You've got Sam Johnson coming back. You've got all sorts of centres. Chris Harris is going well. You've got all sorts of centres sitting there. Mark Bennett is obviously playing regularly for Edinburgh as well. We've got a lot of depth at centre which normally means that the knee fairy is going to visit two of them coming because yeah. we're in the World Cup season. So yeah. the, knee, yeah. the knee fairy is fluttering just outside, ready to come. So, uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. But all, all in all, I think... let's. I'll get your proper views on this, but just quick, quick summary, Craig. Ten, ten points on offer. You came away with one. You've had a poor run of form recently. Mm-hmm. Can Edinburgh still make the playoffs? I, up until probably the last game, 
uh, I would have said yes, a hundred percent, no problem. You wouldn't even got a, you wouldn't even have got a flicker of doubt from me. I think they are with the, the with the the talent that they have in their talent pool, um, and they're just adding to it. You know, like for example, yeah. Tom Tom Cruise has come in and he's, he's, he's been excellent. He's been excellent. He's been excellent. Um, and 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 you know, there's 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 ability there. My issue now is with injuries. Yeah. Um, and, and looking at the injuries and the big players that are injured. Um, however, I will, uh, in the Patreon, um, give a give a rather hot take about a winger. But I, I'm um, looking forward to this hot take, Craig. So yes. I think I think there is a, there is still an opportunity if we can get our act together. But um, I'm concerned that other teams have worked us out. Well, with that, we will go over to our Patreon just now because uh, both. We, we are over the hour and I need to pee. So <laughs> we head over to our Patreon. Thank you, everybody that's joining us tonight. Um, please head over to patreon.com, subscribe, get involved in the Patreon stuff. We do cut loose. It is our, uh, it, it, our, our hands in the ruck section where we will cut loose a wee bit. And I'm sure Craig's got some seriously good hot takes for us. But for now, it is good night for me and good night from Craig. Good night, all.